0: Hey everyone, hope you're having a wonderful day. Today I'll be talking about Indonesia, which is one of my favorite destinations. And I'm joined again by my travel buddy, Shiva. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to talk through Bali.
1: No, totally. Just everything about it. I mean, it was just, it was an incredible trip.
0: Oh yeah. While we were there, we visited Ubud, Kuta, and a few landmarks in between. But we started in Ubud, which is such a lush, green, foresty, tropical, dreamy area. On our first day, we actually went to go do yoga at a studio. But (laughs) this one's my fault. We didn't have enough cash to pay for yoga. So ended up just finding the middle of a random field and did yoga there. The field we were doing yoga in ended up being a peanut farmer's field. and we ended up becoming friends with
1: <laughs> no totally so we just ended up wandering and exploring the area that we initially wanted to do um have uh, like our yoga class in and because it was just so beautiful and so early in the morning I think it was around 6 37 a.m and it was just like you could feel that kind of like early morning mist in the air everything had like a little bit of a beautiful dampness to it and the sun was um like water was kind of like sparkling off of the leaves and stuff so it definitely had like such a magical feeling to it so stunning and we like sheila said we ended up meeting um a peanut (laughs) farmer in the in the field and sheila is much more adventurous than i am which is one of my favorite reasons that i love to travel with her is because she makes she challenges me and makes me experience things in a new way and becoming more open through through traveling and different experiences. And so I guess you could say I'm naturally more of a like a hesitant person whenever it comes to or just like really like cautious and not to say that we worked we each other out pretty well yeah totally and it was a completely safe situation and a completely safe environment but the nerves in me suddenly like got sparked when we met this when we met this person and he had invited us you know um to go over to his house and he was like we can give you some peanuts and i was just like
0: I'm... <laughs> and now i been was... hearing this story back i'm like this sounds super sketchy <laughs> And we went, and it was totally fine. I mean, his house was gorgeous.
1: It Like, he gave us amazing peanuts that tasted so good and yeah. like, ended up me about this lifelong dream I didn't even know I had to become a peanut farmer in Bali. But yeah.
0: that is not to say that you shouldn't be hesitant when people invite you to their homes or when you, like, meet strangers, but there is the, like, in-between of, like, still being adventurous, spontaneous, and open to... New situations, and also being smart and diligent about thinking through everything when you do stuff like that.
1: Totally, and I mean Sheila and I have traveled together quite a few times by by this point, and I think this was our first time encountering um, an experience like this where we kind of had uh, like different um, feelings about whether or not you know to proceed. And I think one of the things that that it taught us is you know like taking a minute to step aside like regroup you know have a little chat like talk through the pros and cons together or like come up with a plan like or like a safety word or something that like we can we can say in order to kind of bring up an alarm that one of us isn't feeling comfortable in a situation and i think as like as travel partners and and friends that like to like to go experience new things together that was um, a really good experience for
0: us before you go on a trip come up with a safety plan make sure everyone feels safe doing what you're doing but anyways, so we went into this house he lived in literally a dream home surrounded by a mixture of palm trees and forest trees and some of the rooms inside the house and this is a typical house in Bali but some of the rooms like didn't even have walls it was just open to the outside. I remember his office was literally just open to the view of all of the trees. Oh gorgeous. Like an artist's and writer's dream. Yeah. Well, and he also had three dogs. Yes. So, between the house, the peanut farming and the dogs, he's living my dream. 100%. Okay, so that was just the morning of day 1. <laughs> we did stay in that area for a good amount of time just exploring um, because everywhere was so beautiful, we encountered some rice terraces from the local farmers around the area and a lot of cool things so if you go to Ubud just walk around and explore as much as you can there's so much to see there's also a restaurant called Nuri's, which was featured in travel and leisure and other reputable sites I think New York Times too but this place I, they said that it's a place that you must eat at and we could definitely attest to it. It was so good and our first time that we went there, we got pretty much one of everything and there was nothing that did not taste amazing.
1: Everything oh. was so good. I don't even understand how I'm typically not a like a big barbecue person, but I mean the meat would just like melt in your mouth. It was, it was wow. so delicious. And they had this amazing sauce that we were actually able to purchase and bring back home as, as gifts. Um, and I used it a few for times. <laughs> yeah. And for ourselves, <laughs> definitely <laughs> for ourselves. Um, it was, but it was just so, it was like savory with like a little bit of spice and a sweet sweetness to it too. Oh
0: my gosh. It's making Perfect. me hungry. Yeah, I, and, I mean, their, their vegetables were so good and their fried noodles too, but. Definitely go to Nati Nuri's if you go to Bali. But Bali is also known for its terraced rice paddies and temples. I'm still amazed by the beauty of Tegalalang Rice Terrace. You've probably seen it in photos and it looks beautiful, but it really doesn't do the real thing justice. You just have to see it with your own eyes.
1: Oh, completely. It's just like magnificent stand in. Um, And it was also right next to the Ubud swing, which (laughs) Sheila and I were able to, uh, were able to experience. It was really cool. And again, as I said, as I've already said, I'm a bit of a nervous scaredy cat. So we got on these like really tiny swings that were like attached on with, with ropes and there were people behind us you know just kind of pushing and you just had this gorgeous view of the rice the rice terraces and fields um in front of you and I am so glad that we were able to experience that because it was just unlike anything else that I've ever done
0: the Ubud swing is a little extra (laughs) it's like you go in and there's like dresses you could rent to take (laughs) photos there they literally have a full-on photo shoot with the professional camera. Um, yeah. It's definitely it's definitely an experience. But the photos were so good that we couldn't really pass it up.
1: And the guys that were taking the photos were so much fun.
0: Oh yeah. And honestly, just looking, overlooking the rice field with that view was gorgeous. I I was thinking about this the other day. Like I grew up eating so much rice and I had never seen a rice terrace before. Like never mm-hmm. seen where it came from. So if you eat rice as much as I do, go see a rice field. <laughs> It'll make you like it even more. I mean, in Ubud and even in Kuta, I just loved walking around the local markets. There's so much bohemian art there. And I loved watching the artists create their masterpiece right in front of you. I actually, I got um, some beautiful hand-carved picture frames and we literally watched this guy create the frame from start to finish with his own hands. And it's, it's funny because as Persians, we like to bargain. So I bargained this guy down to a price, like a really low price. And then over time, we watched him create this beautiful frame. Or I, I got four for my family too. And by the end of it, I ended up talking him back up to the original price and even more because... It was so good and so impressive to see him make these with his own hands, that definitely worth the money and more. Oh, totally!
1: I one of my favorite pieces of um, items that we that we got there was were those fun pants, like very traditional. Um, indonesian pants that uh, are all one material and you had to tie it a certain way in order for it oh, to actually yeah. look like you were wearing pants
0: um oh yeah but it's like completely open on the side you have yeah. to fit a certain way with those
1: pants <laughs> those are really fun and i still remember i got this adorable banana dress that i
0: made i you knew you were going to bring up the banana dress <laughs>
1: that's my favorite dress ever it's a banana dress it's just a black dress with bananas on it and it makes me
0: so happy you know okay my favorite thing well not favorite thing but favorite clothing item we got there was the like leafy green dresses oh yeah remember those ones it was like a wrap dress it was green and leafy (laughs) it's so cute anyways the point is you're gonna find so many amazing things walking down the streets and just looking at the local stores so after ubud we went to a coffee and tea farm shiva do you remember what we drank at that farm oh my gosh how can i forget so <laughs> we drank luwak coffee
1: otherwise known as luwak poop so it is. <laughs> she's not lying it's true. No. it's basically you give luwak's coffee beans and they poop out the coffee beans and you you then make coffee out of those beans. <laughs>
0: you then have yeah. to roast them and let them like ferment or something. Like we saw the whole process and I mean, it seems fine, but. It's apparently a
1: delicacy there and, you know, really, really popular. And I mean, and it might've been like just the idea of knowing that it was already digested with from an animal that made me like feel a little off-put by <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> but the the coffee was okay. It, I mean it wasn't bad. It felt a little like it tasted a little
0: bitter to me mm-hmm. but I thought it tasted very acidic. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't like it. I didn't think it was my favorite, but worth a try. but we also got a sample a lot of teas and coffees which were really good. They they had a lot of different flavors so it's like a, a flight of teas. Mm-hmm. I still like tea from turkey and iran better though not gonna lie another pit stop was the Lempuyang temple or heaven's gate which you've probably seen many photos of if you're looking at bali it's a, it's the temple that appears to have a water f- reflection in front of it but just so you know that's not what it is the water reflection is really just a guy sitting under an umbrella holding a tiny square mirror up to the camera lens and he just sits under this umbrella and takes photos like that all day. It's really crazy. It's a total illusion. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so there's there's no reflection there. Um and we we didn't realize that until we got close enough in the line to see what the, the photographer was actually doing to get some of these amazing shots. Um and we were standing in line for hours. It was so hot. We were sweating bullets basically. It was so and hot. Um, but I mean, it ended up being so amazing. Sheila and I were a little slap happy during the entire, uh, line. You know, when we were like joking around and singing and, and dancing. And then, um, the people in front of us, they just kept like, you know, giving us like friendly laughs.
0: Yeah, we, so we waited in line for hours and the couple right in front of us, we didn't talk to them at all while we were waiting in line but as they were walking up to get their photos taken the guy started kneeling to propose and it was such a perfect proposal me and Shiva immediately grabbed our phones and we were taking photos and videos of them so after they were done we were like we have to we have to go up to them and give them all these photos and congratulations were- hug them <laughs> didn't even know them back then
1: but they ended up being some like just such amazing people and incredible friends that we um, ended up experiencing the rest of our entire trip together with. It was just really cool getting to have that experience and witnessing their proposals because we just ended up becoming such good friends with them and we were able to create new friendships and memories together throughout the rest of our trip.
0: Yeah, and even past the trip, we definitely have another trip we have to go on to go visit them in the <laughs> Philippines. So it's on our list. Um, after the temple we stopped by turta ginga which is the water palace and absolutely stunning someone that we met there mentioned that some of the water was pulled from a sacred river in india um, and that's where it gets the ginga name is because it was river river Ganges. but just more reason why it's so beautiful it was really, really gorgeous. There was
1: a um, a main water fountain kind of in the center, and as you're walking through um, through the water palace, there's uh, there were different statues of like mm-hmm. um, different gods. And dragons. and there were lots of um, little uh, steps in the water that you could walk on to get to the water fountain that was kind of in the in the central um, central part of the palace. And it was just really, really beautiful. but also make sure to go at a time when it's not incredibly crowded because you're only stepping on these tiny little um, like
0: steps stepping yeah, stones, basically. stepping stones. And there aren't very many. So no. there, when we were there, there were a lot of traffic jams. Like we had to, we would go halfway and then there would be a group that came halfway. So we'd have to go back. <laughs> or like some people we'd like try to step on a stepping stone together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like playing a like game. game of hot lava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But literally it's water with like fish in it. And that yeah. you don't want to disturb. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Um, but speaking of water... Bali has some of the most beautiful waterfalls. Some of the scenery looked like, honestly, what I imagine heaven would look like. Um, so we visited Tukad Sepung and Kanto waterfalls. And get this, we even visited them on Earth Day. How perfect is that?
1: <laughs> it was so perfect. And actually pretty close to to each other. I think the the car ride in between was about 45 minutes to an hour, um, an hour long. And then we um, make sure to wear comfortable shoes, you know, and your swimming suit is something that you can easily change in and out of because it was really crowded at both places, but
0: totally worth it. You definitely want to wear your swimming suit and make sure it's handy, but it they are kind of hikes. So yeah. be prepared for both. Like I, on one of the hikes, I went with like a little like skirt to go over my swimming suit definitely do not do what I did don't make my mistake go with like actual hiking clothes on top of your swimming suit and then just be ready to take them off when you get Mm. to the waterfall so then we finally arrived to Kuta which was a completely different vibe than Ubud it felt a lot more like a small surf town which is pretty accurate because that's where a lot of people go to surf including Shiva and I we took our first surfing lesson and I I thought it was a blast. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not very um, physically gifted
1: <laughs> and coordinated or athletically coordinated and gifted. Um, so I, I had some trouble. I did manage to stand up once for about three seconds. But man, that thing is a total body workout and I mm-hmm. was wiped out.
0: It oh, it's great. it's a real body workout, but. It was really fun. All the teachers there were really good, Um, they let you, they like teach you everything and then let you go surfing on your own for a little bit too. So I thought it was a really good experience. And that is the place to go to learn because the waves aren't too big, but they're big enough to get you through like, I don't know what to call it, a cycle.
1: Oh, totally. And it was very cheap too. It was about like 20 bucks.
0: Yeah. All of Bali is so affordable. So also in Kuta, if you're there, you have to visit Mantra Spa because massages in Indonesia are so good and so cheap. But that spa specifically massages not just your back, but they do your feet and then they take you to a sound bath and then massage you and exfoliate you too. Like your whole body feels refreshed when you come out of there.
1: It was so good. We ended up going back. <laughs> like, we went four times in three days. <laughs> I mean, that's not
0: even ex- an exaggeration. No. Yeah. It was amazing. I it was wish so we could good. go back now. I know. Oh, I dream of it. Another must visit in Kuta is Crum and Coaster, which is the cutest and most delicious cafe. I got the mango pancakes the first time we went there, which was the first day of on our trip and i couldn't stop thinking about it so we actually had to go back so i could get those mango pancakes again
1: <laughs> this is also a very instagrammable restaurant um oh yeah in, yeah in Kuta. Really but cute. it was really cute and even like all the restaurants surrounding in all the little shops it was like in an adorable little alleyway you could see lots of little mopeds and you know local people um riding and, and running around getting there so it was definitely a very lively part of town
0: Shiva do you remember that that was actually the coffee shop where we're just sitting there and out of the blue we're like we should get a tattoo oh yes (laughs) and me neither me nor Shiva have any tattoos I am really scared of needles actually (laughs) but in that moment I was like we should do something we should get a tattoo and we were both totally on board for it and started researching things and I was like texting all my friends with tattoos like what should I go and ask for and then we even went to a couple of tattoo
1: (laughs) parlors in in the area because we were just walking around by that point and trying to see what was going on and I think we had decided that we wanted micro neat micro tattoos
0: Uh uh-huh I we were talked out of it by like all of the friends that we texted. <laughs> so we still are tattoo-less.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe in our next trip.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. So a few more things before we wrap this episode up. Some other foods to try aside from Naughty Nuri's and Crumb and Coaster are the fried noodles. That was one of my favorite dishes there. That was like my go-to at most of the restaurants.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They also have a local vegetable called gondu. And that was so good. I can't describe it without it sounding like kind of gross. Like, yeah, I just can't. But you have to try it. You won't be disappointed. I remember when I tasted it, I was like, I need to know what this is. And we don't have it in the U.S., but it's a local veggie. So if you go there, you have to try it. And we also went to the Monkey Forest Sanctuary. Um, I didn't think it was worth an entire half day. Um, It was fun if we had a lot of time to kill, but... I wouldn't recommend it. And I wouldn't go when I go back to Bali. What do you think, Shiva?
1: I don't know. I I love me some little monkeys. They were pretty cute. And one of them actually, I think, tried to steal Chapstick from us.
0: One of them tried to steal my purse.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them (laughs) tried to steal your purse. So I love little monkeys, and I just think that they're so cute. I agree that I don't think we should have spent a full like half day.
0: Yeah. So to summarize what we just talked about, In Ubud, explore as much as you can. Everywhere is filled with beautiful areas where you could do yoga, meditate, or just relax. Eat at Nati Nuri's, which was featured in Travel and Leisure and the New York Times. It's delicious, especially their ribs, the sauce, and their fried noodles. A few must-sees in between Ubud and Kuta are the Tegelalong rice terraces, Ubud swing, Turta Ginga, and the Lempuyang temple. Although don't be disappointed when you see that there really isn't a reflection under the temple and be ready to wait in a long line for a photo. Visit the markets in both Ubud and Kuta. There's a lot of handcrafted bohemian art in those markets. Take a surfing lesson in Kuta. The waves are perfect for beginners. And lastly, visit my favorite cafe there, Crum and Coaster. I got the mango pancakes, and to this day, I'm still thinking about how good it was. Shiva, it's always a blast reminiscing on our adventures. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me and
1: taking me along on your fun adventures.
0: For everyone listening, if you want to see visuals of everything we just talked about, head over to my Instagram and check out my Indonesia highlight. I'll also have more details on my website and feel free to reach out to me with any questions. Thanks for listening.